Welcome to The Real Podcast, where we have relevant, engaging, authentic leadership discussions. And I'm your host, Brandon Sweeney, a.k.a. Coach Sweeney, and I'm joined with my co-host, the Impact Coach now, and we're going to talk about this, the author herself, Cammie C. What's up, Cammie? What's going on, Coach Sweeney? It's been two weeks. It don't feel like it, but it feels like it's been too long. We got to figure out a way to get back here sooner with the people. But it's been Absolutely. Going good. Absolutely. Yeah. It don't feel like two weeks. Like the week's been going by quick. Right. Uh, but we're here. And I'm, I'm not happy for another uh, podcast episode. This is episode four. And tonight, you know, we're talking about how to create positive teacher-student relationships and how to establish healthy boundaries. That's it. Last time, right, we talked about why relationships are important. We just believe that uh, if you're going to be a teacher, you're going to work with young people, period. You got to be able to start and have a relationship. You got to lead with relationships first. We talked about how you're a relational leader. Cammie brought out some great points. She gave you a story about why it's important for us to connect with students. And so if you're going to reach, if you're going to impact um, and really educate, you have to establish relationships. And so for those who are joining in tonight, if you do not know how to establish relationships, if you don't know how to create healthy boundaries with your students, we're going to give you the inside game on tonight. But before I do, I just got to shout out my co-host real quick. Because for some of y'all know and some of y'all don't know that my homegirl, right? Ace Boo Coon just became an author, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Right? She just became an author called Do It Again. Do It Again. We on the podcast again. Listen, it is a 30-day guide to really find empowerment, motivation, and encouragement in 30 days, getting your life back together, putting you on the right track, helping you make an impact and make a difference in your life. I'm excited. I just got the book the other day, signed, autographed, and I'm about to dive into it this week. But I want to encourage you, as, as Cammy put the website in the chat, go support Cammy C on the book, y'all. Listen, it's, it's hard enough being an educator, but when you can educate and you can write a book, dope. All right, so listen, congrats, Cammy. I'm excited about the book and man, I want everybody to go check it out if you can share with other people. I know a lot of teachers who don't really like to read, so this is a simple 30 day guide that can assist you in finding empowerment, motivation, and encouragement. With that being said, tonight let's get into the topic. Cami, listen, we talked about the benefits of relationships last week, mm-hmm. all right? Why do you think it's important? Before we even get into relationships with students, why do you think it's important for teachers uh, that it starts with them first and not the student? For one, we are there for the students. And I think that's something we have to realize. Um, We're there not just to facilitate instruction, not just to teach, but we are there for the students. We are there to help them on their educational journey. So as for one, as an educator, but two, as an adult, I have to be the one that lead and I can't expect that's like if, if, if I have my nieces or children or whomever, I can't expect for them to lead me. Right. I have to lead them. So that's why I think it's very important that as teachers, as educators, that we launch the conversations with, I mean, in the relationships with students first. So what's your thoughts on it, Coach Swing? Absolutely. So I I definitely agree. I think that, you know, sometimes um, if if you're not a teacher who's an extrovert, you know, charisma personality, sometimes you can wait for a student to come to you. You know, mm-hmm. you can say, hey, if a student if if a student wants to establish a relationship with me, then he should come to me or she should come to me. Um, but a lot of times, you know, especially in this age with this generation, it just don't work that way. Um, if you are leaders, always take the initiative, right? Right. John right. Maxwell said it this way. He said, leaders touch a heart before asking for a hand. That's and right. So if you are a leader, which you are as a teacher or coach, that you have to initiate the relationship, right? Kids, and we're going to talk about this. Um, some, not all, aren't as emotionally mature um, to want to establish relationships. Sometimes kids are awkward. Do you see how kids talk today, like in in person? (laughs) Kids are more fluid online or text or social media than they are in person. I mean, it's awkward. So they don't even really know, some don't even really know how to establish a relationship or what even, what does a healthy relationship look like? So I think that teachers do need to initiate it 
because kids need models. And I think they need examples of, man, how do you engage in a relationship? How do you connect with an adult mm-hmm. and respond to an adult? So we're going to get into that tonight. So, so teacher, if you are a teacher coach, it starts with you first. You got to go ahead and initiate it. Um, so tonight we're going to give examples and we're going to give you from our own perspective, things that we've done to establish a relationship, positive relationship with students and, and how we impacted, influenced, and seen the benefits of creating that relationship. Cammie gave you one last week, but just Cammie, tell us, you know, what are some things that you've done, uh, some of your, your, your principles or tools or, or strategies that you use to connect or engage with a student? Um, I think one of the things that I did is, for one, I like to get to know students. I like to really get to know who they are. I like to get to know their background. I like to get to know what they like, but I like to be intentional with it. So it's not always just first starting off like, oh, so tell me about yourself. That's so, it's so ingenuine. <laughs> you know, right, it's so right. ingenuine. Right. You know, right. tell me what you about yourself. But however, I start noticing things. So I see that you like playing sports or I see that you like this or I like your outfit girl well that's looking cute you right. know yeah. and that gets now building up their 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 self-esteem gets them building feeling real good okay so she she noticed me everyone and I don't care who 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 you are in life everyone wants to be noticed nobody walks past and throughout life and just be like no one say anything to me don't notice me however children are the most sometimes attention seekers right Talk about it. Come They're on. They're attention seekers. Yeah. So if I can give you what I know you want sometimes, but sometimes you need all the time. I'm the one to say, I can give it to you all the time now. Right. Like, <laughs> if you need a portion of it, I got you. However, <laughs> if you're not asking for it, but if right. I check out your outfit, I say, you know, those are some dope shoes. I'm a sneakerhead, right? Yeah. So I like to be able to, I can check out sneakers. I don't care what it is. And so that has even started some of my relationships, but noticing certain things just about them. Noticing oh, okay. what they're I mean, I'm going to interject real quick, Kevin. Okay. So, like, what has that done for a kid? Like, when you've noticed little things about a kid and you connect with them on that level, you know, what do they do? Do they light up or do they respond? Or, you know, does it open up, open them up for a conversation? Uh, what does that do for them? Um, It definitely opens them up, right? Because now that is, I'm able to connect with something that they like. Right. So I'd like to find something that I can connect with. So right. with shoes, then we get on the conversation. I like those. Where you get those from? Oh, those is dope. So then when I wear me some night and I make sure I wear some nice sneakers the next day because I want you to see my shoe game, too. So you're like, you know what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Get some nice shoes. And then that way it now begins that relationship right. um, or seeing some outfit. Also, too, I remember uh, relationships are not always. And like we said, even building them. Sometimes I've addressed certain things. So we know we have dress codes. We have all of those things, you know, and I've told some females, you know, that's a really nice outfit. It just ain't nice for the school. You right. know, <laughs> they look good, you know, outside of right. here, but right. they don't look good here. So you really think so? I really do think it, you know, if I was your size or something like that, I might put it on too, but I won't wear it here. Right. And so now that relationship helped with not being able to take offense to me saying that ain't appropriate clothes for school. Mm. But now we can see it as, okay, I, I get it. And this right. actually happened to me two weeks ago when really? I had to tell this girl, yeah, I said, baby, <laughs> that ain't it. That's cute, girl. That is really cute, but that ain't cute for you. Right. And, you know, she immediately was like, okay, that's fine. Instead of me saying, you can't wear that. You can't do that. Then now that would have gave a different response and you would have shut whole, me Yeah, that whole demeanor. Yeah, tone, demeanor, body language, all that stuff. Right. So yeah. you got to kind of know what you're working with. Everything doesn't have to be a direct, you know, kind of address as long as it's warranting the same result that you're looking for. Right. Now, listen, like, so I'm sure, cause you're, you're an administrator, right? So I'm sure you've seen, you've seen um, teachers who take that approach. Right. What does that do for a student when they come with their demeanor? Who, you can't wear that. Come here. You go into the office. Like what has that done for a student? And do you think that it killed the relationship with that student? Absolutely. And it, yeah. it tears down for one, you're tearing down their confidence because most of the time, even if it's not appropriate, they still thought it was cute. You get what right. I'm saying? Right, and right. So now you've knocked down my confidence. Now you've told me that I can't wear this. First of all, you didn't even see how I was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen yeah. it. You didn't yeah. even say, hey, how you doing today? What's going on right. with you? Uh-uh, you can't come in here. I've seen it. You can't come in here with that on. Yeah. First of all, you know, like you dress appropriate all the time. Let's be, let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> let's be very clear. But... 
that does. It tears down the demeanor and confidence. Now, yeah. now that makes it a little bit hard. It's not impossible to right, build right. a relationship. Right. However, it makes it a little bit harder now because yeah. now you got to work through those barriers that they in those walls that now they put up because you've insulted them on something that you was really just trying to address and to help them see why it's inappropriate. Right. And I think that's a very important thing that we do. Absolutely. Instead of addressing it, but how can I help you see why this is inappropriate versus telling you it's inappropriate? Right, right. Because you know what? I've seen some teachers, you know, who are petty. Yep. <laughs> If you're online, uh, we all had some petty moments where you just didn't like a kid and you saw a kid do something that you're like, oh, I'm, like, mm, I'm about to get him and, or her. And instead of letting it go, right? You know, you always hear, hey, you got to choose your battles. Sometimes we don't choose our battles, right? We we see a kid we don't like. No, that's the battle. And, and right. sometimes we blow it. And the kids feel that. They feel when we're being petty. Yeah. And they oh, know when we don't God. like them. So, yeah. So taking that approach. You know, even if a kid is doing something wrong um, or maybe you have to tell this kid over and over and over again. Right. You always have an opportunity every time you engage a kid to establish a relationship. Absolutely. Always. always. And I'm not saying lower the standard. I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't, you know, correct or don't give a consequence depending on what it is. But don't be petty. Like kids oh, sense God. out the hypocrite. The They sense out the ill motives. They sense out you know, the feelings that um, teachers may have toward them. So don't be petty. Genuinely try to create, it might be an opportunity for you to create a relationship. But if you just going in like, yo, I don't like this kid, period. I don't care what this kid do. You are now, you are, you now have this lens that everything this kid do is wrong. Exactly. You never see anything good. You never see anything positive. So just be, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes that do happen. And again, we being real. I've been petty before. Right. <laughs> right. I've been petty before. And then afterwards, I'm like, now you know what? That ain't right. But a kid will call you out. That's like, oh, you petty coach. I'm like, you're right. But right. You get your buddy right. here, you know, sit right. down. But so we got to figure that out. Like, you always got to be on guard and you always got to be ready to engage a kid. So, okay, you well, initiate. Let me ask you this. Okay. So let me ask you this real quick, though, right? Yeah. So, do you think you can earn your pettiness? Earn pettiness. When I say earn, like yeah, break that down. It's certain times, like I can be petty. Like I remember certain kids I know I could be petty with because I built that relationship. So you knew when I was being petty, and I wanted you to feel my pettiness. Yeah, I wanted you to sense it. (laughs) You know, right? But I built that relationship to be, you know, slightly petty. You know, with certain stuff because then it helps now build character into a classroom. It helps build a culture. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if they say, you know, that was real petty right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was. And I was intentionally trying to be petty. However, yeah. when you don't have a relationship, then yeah. pettiness is like, ew, you just, like, you, you just doing too much. Yeah. You mean for no reason. And I've seen it. Right. You know, I've seen the pettiness with no relationship and you have severed it. And there was yeah. nothing I could say, yeah. nothing I could do. They could change it because all they thought about was you petty, but you ain't, you ain't care about it. Right, right. And and so th- to your point, I, I've done that. But like you said, I got skin in the game. I, I've invested. Right. And and anytime you have a positive relationship with a student, there are some things in a good way that you can say or do that a kid is not going to take an offensive. But most kids, right, you coming in, talked about this in the last uh, episode. Go check it out. Anchor FM, uh, Spotify, all the other platforms. But I talked about how kids bring their relational histories to school. And so you mm-hmm. what that means is that some kids are resistant to adults. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been let down by adults before. They've been abused, uh, abandoned, things like that. So when they come to school, you know, they, they're working through all of that. So we, are, we talked about this last time. It's not about being personal. But once you, once you get through that heart and heart, once you're able to establish that relationship, there's some things you can say and do to this kid that, you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't if you didn't know them because most Absolutely. kids gonna say you don't know me and they're right right you can't come at them being petty um, and you don't you haven't invested in them right no. so to your to to your point you can earn you can earn some pettiness right there's some yeah. things you can say and do and kids know but they know your heart exactly. they really know a place that you're coming from so yeah. like the reason why relationships are important so when you come and you're ready to discipline a kid you're ready to give a consequence. Kids know you ain't doing it from a place of hate. They know you're right. doing it from a place of love. Why? That's because it. you've invested, right? So they know you like, man, just, I know he don't like me. I know she don't like me. 
But when I come and I say something, all right, coach, I got you because right. there's a respect. And you know that I'm not yeah. one, I'm not playing, but you also know that, man, I'm not doing this to try to, you know, kill your spirit. Like I'm doing this because you know, you messed up. I, it's not even about the consequences. It's about you owning up to what you did versus a teacher coming in and just saying, no, no, he going to the ditch. No, no, he should get out. I mean, right. There's no relationship. So we know that kids since that, they know that. Right. So you got to watch the level of pettiness that you're putting out because kids can be petty too. <laughs> oh gosh. Can they? And the thing is when you be petty and they be petty back, then you want to get right. mad. Right. You can't yeah. get mad when they can't get, get mad. petty back. You know what I'm saying? You can't because you started that and you started without a relationship. But I think also too is, and I've seen it when it's gone left, when, and you said something um, a couple of seconds ago where you don't know what somebody has dealt with, right? Mm -hmm. And I've seen an instance firsthand where you were trying to be smart and sarcastic. I can't, sarcasm sometimes is is good. I have a dose of it. You know, sometimes I can be sarcastic. However, if you, you can't be sarcastic, you don't know nobody. Right. And so I've seen it where a teacher was sarcastic with a kid and the kid flipped. When I say flip, yeah, yeah, flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, now you put me in a hard situation because you were at fault in all actuality. Hey, hold on. Pause right there. Pause right there. Pause right there. Let's let's stop right there. I know we're supposed to be, we're going to get into the how to <laughs> how to do it, right? But no. So I've seen that where a teacher was at fault who who really who really led this on and could have just could have just killed it right they could have yeah. just stopped it from the beginning and and will write a kid up and send a kid off to to the uh um to the office and then I come along and I you know you know how you just know certain teachers you're like yeah I know she petty or I know she being sarcastic <laughs> and you and you get this hearing the kid because you know even if this kid is bad or good they all gonna say the same thing about this one teacher, right? right. So, and I'm thinking like, I'm looking at the AP, I'm like, okay, what you gonna do? Cause you know, it really ain't his fault. So do you go <laughs> confront the teacher? But it's kind of like you in a dilemma. Cause it's like, okay, I, if I go confront the teacher, then now I'm losing credibility or relationship with her. But again, fair is fair, right? So, cause yeah. now these kids feel like, man, y'all wrong. And like, I know I messed up. I'm owning up to that. But this teacher did X, Y, and Z. So there needs to be a conversation Mm-hmm. with that teacher absolutely not in a confrontational way but there needs to be a conversation to say come on like be right. honest with me did you start this right, a- right. And, and that's something that we can work on there's right. been times man i sent the kid i'm be honest we on a real podcast sent the kid to the office something that i started right mm-hmm. I, like i could have stopped and he went to the office and the teacher and the, and the student was telling the uh, principal the truth yeah but i came in like no 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 because he did this to this you know how we can we can, ooh, we can hype up a, a, a referral. I mean, we could throw some stuff in there. Like, I mean, we could put some stuff in a referral that ain't never happened. But I'm adding stuff to it. Oh, because he did this two weeks ago. This, this, and this. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm wrong. I just, yeah. I, truth be told, I just got my feelings hurt. Or I got played in front of the students right. and I didn't want to, I didn't want to eat that. So I had to go. You right. know, I had to get amped up uh, because he came at me. Right. I mean, but that's really it. That's you got real. played. Your feelings got hurt. You're trying to save face. And so now you're just trying to, you know, prove a point. And at the end of the day, you're like, hey, you know what? You got me today. Right. Right. Tomorrow it's on. But I'm not going to be, you know, petty in that sense because I started it. But I've rarely come across some teachers who who really say, you know what? That was my bad. I shouldn't even get up. I I mean, listen, can you imagine what it would do to a kid? Even if you had to humble yourself. Now, I've done this where I had to humble myself like, hey, you know what? Hey, my bad, bro. Hey, Mike, that was me. I was tripping, man. I shouldn't have came at you like that. Exactly. Hey, respect, coach. And guess what? We like this now. You know? Exactly. Yes. Did it did it humble me? Because I can all, I can say all day, I'm grown. I'm talking to no kid. You a kid. Right. I'm a grown. I can say that all day. But will, at the end of the day, will it help move this relationship forward? Will right. it help me and my student? Exactly. The fact that kid sees an adult apologizing. Whew. That changes everything, right? Everything, everything. And Swing, it's so crazy because, and it does, it really takes a big person. It takes, for one, a leader, right? It takes a leader to apologize. When you know you, first of all, you know you're wrong. And then to apologize to a student. My homeboy on here, and we work together, right? And Mm -hmm. so, and 
I remember last year, no, was it last year? No, it was a year before last. I know I set this chat off. I know I did, right? <laughs> I know I set them off. And they went off. When I tell you, and I think it's because I said, so I did say something very smart, right? Mm-hmm. And they went off. When I say they went off, they cussed up and down, left and right, this and the other. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, are you cussing me out? And I was like, that's all you got to get her. I said, I can't take this. Right. But then I'm telling you, I calmed down. I wasn't hype, but I was just like, yeah, that makes me mad, you know, stuff like that. And so yeah, yeah. I, you know, kind of just went to my office, cooled cool down. And I thought about it. I said, you know what? This is your opportunity to gain a relationship or lose a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I did not want to do this, I went mm-hmm. and found that student. They yeah. was about, she was about to go home. And I was like, no, let me talk to you for a second. And so we sat in my office for literally an hour and a half right. and just talked. I apologized to her for what I did. I said, I, that wasn't right. And I said, I right. should have addressed it in another manner. Yeah. And she said that really just, you know I mean? She expressed how she felt about the situation and how I addressed it. Right. And at that moment, we now have a good relationship for two straight years, wow. right? Wow. But I could have been like, no, send her home, suspend her. I mean, she did yeah. this and she, yeah. she went ham. But yeah. it wasn't like I took ownership. And so right. I couldn't do but so much because I triggered that, right? Damn. But I had yeah. to take ownership as an adult. Yeah. and But I let her know, too, what I was addressing wasn't right, but yeah. I should have changed how I addressed it. Yeah. And, that and you became, know what? I'm like you know, humbling yourself before a student doesn't mean you're a weak teacher. It no. means that you're a responsible teacher that you really care. Absolutely. Like when I realized that, like it's not about I can say all day I'm grown. Like I'm trying to hide behind this thing. Like it's a double standard. Like, like I hold this kid to this high standard, and then I can hold myself to a lower standard. No, there's been times where I had to hold myself, and yeah, it hurt because I I can say at the end of the day, man, I'm grown. Well, like coming to a kid and and asking the kid to forgive me. I've seen this in, in working in the mental health field. I've seen this as a coach. When I've seen a parent, coach, or a teacher, when they humble themselves and say, you know what, son, daughter, student, I blew it, right? I messed up. I shouldn't have said that to you. I shouldn't have done that to you. I've heard over and over when it's done, I've heard nothing but positive um, reports from students. They say, my mom never said that to me. My teacher never right. said that to me. And when they did, their respect level went up because yep. nobody apologizes to a kid. Nobody, right? nobody, nobody, nobody wants nobody. to apologize to a kid. Why? Like, they're human beings as well. So Absolutely. I'm trying to look at, listen, I'm trying to model for you when a grown-up messes up. Own up to your stuff. Why am I telling you to own up to your stuff and I'm not going to own up to my stuff? See, again, we be having double standards sometimes. We tell a kid one thing and then when it comes to us, I'm grown. <laughs> that's that's our favorite word. I'm grown. I'm grown. Telling, but I'm no, right we need in. the same standard. Right. I'm trying to model when a grown up, I'm looking for lifelong student learners. When you become an adult, you have kids get in relationship, whatever you do. When you mess up, man, own it. So if I can model yeah. that, a kid will have that that example for life. Hey, That's man, I remember it. when my coach, you know, he he apologized. Hey, I want to apologize to you. I did not once hear none of my coaches or teachers apologize to me. <laughs> I may have one or two, right? But that rarely, rarely when they know they messed up. So that's very important. I know we kind of went off on a tangent, but just we want to say, hey, listen, don't try to save face. Your feelings got hurt. Man, just go ahead and apologize, right? And And, and let that be a teaching moment for you and your student or your students, That's it. right? And let them know, hey, this is how adults handle uh, situations like this. I got out of hand, right? Got emotional, got in my feelings, feeling type of way. And I just want to apologize. Hey, can we be cool and move forward? Absolutely. So now you gain respect. And now you see a different level of kids engaging with you because of what you've done. So never lose that. Don't take that for granted. If anything, if you mess up, man, apologize to the kid. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. So go ahead. Because we have to realize to education, the school is beyond actual teaching and learning. Absolutely. Content. Right. You're teaching and learning. You're teaching students how to develop character, integrity, Mm -hmm. all of those different things. And they not come only in what we say, but like you said, too, it comes in how we model those things. Right. And so education is far beyond just learning content, right? But that's what we focus on. I got to teach them this. Did you have a hard relationship? They can't learn when you hateful. Right. 
they can't learn when they don't like you. No, there is no teacher. I remember in high school, there was one teacher I could not stand. When I say could not stand, just because she was mean for no reason. (laughs) Like, mean. I'm like, and I would be the student too, asking like, what we, now you can be the one getting in trouble because I be want to ask questions like, what did we do today? Like, what just happened? You just came in and you yelling at us. Right. Get out. I got sent out of class so many times just for asking you like, why you mad at us? We just got in here. Mm-hmm. Because I don't need y'all talking. Okay, that's all you gotta say is write it on the board. We'll pay attention, right? But I, <laughs> I in her class, could not. You know, it was probably one of my lowest performances because I just didn't care. I didn't care about the content. I just couldn't perform because I didn't like you, right? Right, and so it makes a difference in students' performance. They will show out the teachers that care for them. And the other side of that too, because I, I teach. Um, you know, when I talk to students and they always say that, man, I just don't like this teacher. So there's an other side to that because what you said is is accurate, is right. But then I also teach students like, hey, there's going to be some people in life that Absolutely. you just don't like. Some people you work with that you just don't like. Some people you work for, you just don't like. So that should not stop you from handling your business. So like, yeah, she and most teachers, they say this. Hey, I got mine. You got to get yours, right? They're, they're absolutely right. So you still got to, you know, in a sense, learn how to ignore some of this stuff, right? And because people are who they are. We can't change, right? We can't, I can't change the teacher I don't like. I can't change, but I can, I, on my end, right? I can control what I can control. And so I'm going to still do my part. Now, I also teach my kids how to advocate for themselves. Right. If y'all finding that this, you know, this teacher is being a bully or they just harming you for no reason or finding every look, man, you need to report that. Don't lash out. Don't cuss. Don't, you know, don't be disrespectful. Right. Hey, can I go talk to, hey, can I go talk to somebody? Right now, I'm upset. So I teach them things like that. So that way they're not, because at the end of the day, and this is so messed up. When I hear a kid try to advocate, but a teacher pushes their buttons and they get upset emotionally, right? They cuss, say something they shouldn't say. They get a write up. And so what some APs do is say, well, he did cuss. I do have to send him to ISA. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because he got different, you know, he was trying to advocate, right? Like, come on, let's look at all sides. So I've seen that too many times to count. Um, but I, but again, I just teach the other end, like, Hey man, you got to advocate for yourself. There's certain ways you need to, just because you don't like her and she tripping don't mean you just need to cuss and flip out every time. Right. You still got to show, um, some control and you still got to handle your business. And so I'm always reflecting it to life, right? I'm always reflecting it to things that they can, you know, point to things that's practical. It's not just right now, man, this is part of life. You're going to work with people and be around people you don't like. Sometimes I go to work and I'll be around people I don't care for, but I still engage them, right? I still love on them. I still try. Because listen, I've I've said this a long time ago to myself. I'm not about to allow somebody else to dictate how my day is going to go. Like if you mad, you mad because you bad. Like (laughs) whether you try to take it out on me, it ain't me. You mad because you mad. And I'm not about to change my emotions or my attitude because you tripping. I'm going to let you trip by yourself. I always heard this. Takes two people to argue. I'm not about to. I'm about to let you argue by yourself. I'm about to let you conversate with yourself because I'm gone. So that's just a little. I just threw that in there real quick. So for y'all, some of y'all working with difficult <laughs> teachers or people, man, don't don't engage in all of that. Don't let them push your buttons and get you hyped up. So let's let's keep it moving. Um. So you initiate. I'm gonna tell you one of the things that I do. I I do the same thing that Cami does, and and that's um a very important thing is always trying to find something that you can that you have in common with the student something that you can point out about a kid and you know I know they say threshold is so important so before you know I start the day before any kid come in my class I'm high-fiving fist bumping hey what's up hey talk to me and I do that because sometimes kids you know when the bell rings they come to class they can just go right into the into the classroom you don't know what happened last period bad attitude they feeling upset something going on so I get a chance to monitor every kid that walks in my class. So if something don't look right, something's not right, you know, I'm able to pull them to the side. Hey, but, hey, just wait right here real quick. Hey, man, how's your mom? And so every kid gets that engagement real quick, right? And that's just like a me checking on them. Like before you come to my classroom, you know, we gonna, I'm gonna I'm check with you, make sure everything is good. Because by the time you come in, if I haven't done that, sometimes problems jump off, right? And it's because you just never check. Now I know sometimes, you know, teachers get busy, but I'm always at the threshold for that bell ring. People before the kids come in my classroom, my whole rule: hey, don't come in until you until you meet with me first. So they knew that, right? Don't come in until you meet with me first. And there's been a lot of times that saved me a lot of headaches, mm-hmm. and I was able to connect with kids and build yep. rapport because 
I took a few minutes. Hey, y'all know y'all got y'all do now. Go in there and knock it out five minutes. I'm going to talk to my man real quick. I'm going to talk to so-and-so real quick. Put him to the side. Hey, what's going on, man? Why are you upset? Man, so-and-so. So now, again, it, it could seem like a lot, but it's not. that Those few invested moments, those, that few minutes that you have, can really change the demeanor of a kid. Sure and so instead of a kid coming out, putting their head down, because now I can say this, if a kid's not feeling well, he's upset, hey man, here's what I want you to do. Don't worry about the do now. Just go ahead and let you hit, lay your head down. I want you to cool off or, mm-hmm. or hey, go get some water real quick and come right. back. So I'm doing that because I'm sending the message, I care. Yep. Now this kid, and I was, I was talking about this. Hey, we ha- we're building trust, right? You, I'm earning your trust, you're earning my trust. So if I tell you to go get some water, if you take 20 minutes, mm-hmm. We're going to have to have another conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm you're earning my trust. Guess what they do when I tell them that? They don't break my trust because I'm right. setting an expectation. Right? Right. I am trusting you to go do something that you know you're responsible of doing. And when you come back, man, let's move forward. Right. And a lot of times, man, it's bigger than the work sometimes. It's bigger than the academics sometimes. Just to check on this kid, see how he's doing mentally and emotionally goes a long way. So always check before a kid come in the classroom, find something in common um, that you can point out and have a conversation with a kid. It's just like, you know, you going somewhere to a networking event, find some, you start a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Hey man, I like them Jays. Hey man, I like how you, you had, hey, I saw you playing sports. I saw you in the game last night. Hey, I didn't know you do this. Hey man, you know what? I noticed something about you. And it, I do this all the time. I'm always pointing out the good in kids. Right. I don't I really point out What's wrong? Because they hear that all the time. Right. This kid's ladies, this kid's this, this kid's that. I had one kid who was very, very um, artistic, right? And he wasn't like as motivated academically, but what I would do every time I saw him, hey man, I realized, man, you, was, you, you, really, you are really creative and good at drawing stuff. So I would highlight the thing he was good in. Guess what? He perked up and got my work done, right? I wasn't tripping on the stuff that he wasn't doing. I'm trying to point out the thing that's in you, the thing right, that, right. you know, that the gift, the talent, the thing that makes you unique to stand out because they don't hear that all the time. Right. They don't hear right. what they're good at. They're always hearing what they're always hearing what's wrong, what's negative, what's not right. I'm trying to point out something good in them because when I do that, I had a girl who could act and I told her and her mom, hey, you, hey, hey, I know she's silly, she clowned it, but no, she got a gift, she can act. Hey, my man like to talk. Hey, we need to put him in front of, people. I let him, he's going to be one of my helpers. I'm going to let him talk in front of the class, right? I'm, I'm taking the gifts that they're good at the thing that may get them in trouble and I'm using it in a positive way. So again, I check with them before they come in, find something to initiate. And I'm always pointing out the good. That's how I uh, get the relationship started. That's good. Sweet. And that's, it's very imperative that you said that reason being because we do spend a lot of time highlighting even sometimes the bad or highlighting the things I need. I need you to improve in this area whatnot. However, if we look at those things that are good, but I also think about too, all students, and I say all students matter. And when I say all students matter, we have some students that are are affluent, right? We have some students that are kind of in need of extra support. So this year I've been working with trying to get the little affluent ones because they don't get the ones that do what they're supposed to do sometimes don't get enough attention. Right. Right, And so I try to make it my way. And so it's very awkward for them when I really like just be trying to, you know, what's up? You good? This and the other, everything good. Right. Are you talking to me? Why are you checking on me? (laughs) I'm always doing it. I'm always fine. You know, but it's still that attention because even though I know you probably doing what you're supposed to be doing, I still want to show you attention too. You know, I still want you to know that I noticed you. I think that was Absolutely. great how you was on that drone club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right here, you shot, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. even though it's expected for you mm-hmm. to be doing this, you don't have to. Right. Right? And so right. as I can continue to applaud you for that, it helps build now that relationship. Because right. sometimes we do take time out with certain, you know, kids that we know that, you know, kind of need a little bit more from us. And they do, they do pull a lot more from us. And I think also, too, to go along with what you were saying with checking, one of the things I always did was I told my students every day, check your attitude at the door. If you got one, if you just yeah. ill today or whatever, yeah. it is, check it at the door. Check it at you the come door. in my class, we ain't doing none of that. We ain't having none of that. You ain't giving me none of that, nor are you giving anybody else that. When yeah. we leave, if you still want it, you are more than welcome to pick it back up and take it with you to your next class. <laughs> right? And so it was always it, right. When they did like this, there was I'm giving my attitude up. That's good. Don't bring That's that good. in here. Don't yeah. bring it in here. As much as yeah. I love you, don't bring that in here. But if you wanted it after enjoying my class today, after going through it, you're more than welcome to pick it up. But it spoke, right. but I developed that culture 
that I didn't do attitudes. I didn't do all those things. Even though I know they existed, I addressed it. However, I didn't want you to feel okay with bringing that in here and disturbing the climate we created in this class. Absolutely. There you go. Because you're creating a culture, right? You don't want to mess up my culture. You're going to come in. This is the culture that I have. Hey, so for those who are joining in, thank y'all for joining into the Real Podcast. We're talking about how to create positive relationships with students. And we're going to be talking about how to establish healthy relationships with them. And if y'all didn't get a chance to hear me in the beginning, hey, my co-host, Cammie C, the impact coach, wrote her a book, Do It Again, 30 Days of Empowerment, Motivation, and Encouragement. So if you are a teacher, guess what? You need that empowerment. You need that motivation, encouragement. Go ahead and get that, all right? She'll put the website in the chat. And go ahead and support our author, man, because uh, she's an educator and she was able to write a book. So she's definitely serious about making an impact. I'm going to add one more uh, a point, and Cam, you can chime in. So once we establish the relationship, once it gets initiated, um, I've seen some great educators who established relationships with students, even some of the harder to read students, right? They got a great report, but they piss it away. Oh, gosh. And, and I'm going to tell you why. This is what they do. So they, they get the relationship. Oh, that teacher cool. Oh, that teacher funny. Oh, that teacher don't be playing. I mean, they whatever they did, they got the relationship. You initiated, you let this student know you want a relationship with them, you in there like swimwear, but you pissed it away. And here's why, or here's how. When the relationship is, is, is initiated, most, uh, well, I'm not going to say most, some teachers don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I got a kid to like me. I got a kid to come to class and not behave, but I'm not challenging I'm not leading. I'm not uh, like, what are we doing? We're not buddy, buddy. This ain't kumbaya, right? Like we cool. We're going to laugh sometimes, but I'm on a mission. So we're not just, we're not just in a relationship just to be in a relationship, right? Like when I got serious about my life personally, and I was like, yo, I'm going to get married. When I got into a relationship with my wife currently now, we're going on 10 years in, in July, praise God. But when we, when I, when I started dating her, I was like, yo, we're not just dating just to date. I'm trying to get married, right? I set the expectation. We was dating, I think, four months, married in six months, right? It took a 10-month process. We stay together to this day. But I'm saying all that because if you're going to get a relationship with a student, where are you taking it? Where are we going? What's the goal? What are you trying to help this kid accomplish? What are you trying to help this kid do? Don't just get in a relationship just being buddy-buddy laughing, laughing, because here's what happens. You giving, you buying snacks. You, you maybe put money on a lunch account, whatever you're doing, maybe a personal ride home. I don't know what it is, but once this kid and he will, or she will flip out on you, the, you're going to take it personal, right? The goal was never to be sitting here being buddy, buddy with you. Like we student teacher, there is a difference, right? And it's the way I conduct myself. But when we in this relationship, it's a business. Again, we're going to laugh and have fun, but it's business. I'm trying to help you get your goals. I'm trying to help you get your mind right. I'm trying to help you get, you know, uh, uh, get to get to maybe get a scholarship, get into college, whatever it is. We're taking this relationship somewhere and I'm leading it. You're not leading it. <laughs> we're not just, you know, hanging out. We are doing something. And so I see teachers who got the relationship, but they throw it away. Right. They throw it away. You got a prime opportunity because you got a kid's heart and his ear and their attention to influence them to, you know, to do something great. So don't piss the relationship away. And I'm saying piss because we're throwing away relationships that we have That's because right. we're not leading it in a positive direction. So create the relationship. You got it. Now let's do something with it. Right. Because a kid is going to look at you as, oh, she just, she just funny. Like she's not serious. Or he just, he just like to talk. You know, I'm like, they're not serious. Yeah. And so the moment they do something to make you upset, you gonna drip on me after all I've done for you. I, I've done this, bought, put money in lunch account, bought some snacks, da 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 da. da. I mean, that's not even it. Wow. I'm doing this because I'm trying to move the relationship in a positive direction. I'm trying to help you. That's the whole purpose of me getting wow. in a relationship with a student. It's not for me to be buddy buddy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you get to the next level. You got anything you want to say with that, Cammy? I agree, one hundred percent. And when we allow our feelings. And our pride to get in. When I say feelings, of course, we all have a natural sense of feelings. But when we allow the feeling as because I'm doing this, you owe me this in return. Then that's when we develop that level of upset or that's when we develop that level of uh, now we feel distrust because you were once rocking with me and now you're not. Right. Absolutely. So then that now in turn can develop a toxic relationship where 
when I was once on your side because you was looking out for me in the moment I didn't show up when you needed me to show up, now our relationship is toxic or we blew it. Right. And sometimes we can blow, it's a very great point you said, sometimes we can blow relationships not even knowing that we're on the verge of blowing them. Right. right? Because we did, we have not, like you said, set expectations. We have not set goals. What is this about? I always tell my kids, I'm not your friend. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. You on Facebook because you will rest right there for all four, five, ten, eleven, whatever years. I'm not your friend, right? Because there's a level of friendship and there's a level of just relationship. And sometimes right. when you cross that boundary, right, what happens? Now you got some potentials and possibilities that ain't nobody trying to play with. Yeah, yeah. Right. But when I I can blow it because I'm either trying to be the friend. We talked about this last week. Too many people trying to be kids' friends, mm. right? I don't need to be your friends. And actually, students don't need you to be their friend. They accept you when you are seeking to be their friend, but they really don't want you to be their friend. They really want you to be an active, advocating adult in their life. They want right. you to be somebody that's teaching them, that can yeah. empower them, but they accept the friendship role because it does come with those benefits sometimes, right? It comes with that favorite. I'm, I'm the teacher's favorite. You know, I'm this and the other. I never had favorites. I never had favorites. And the yeah. reason why I said that, they said, how many kids you got? How many favorites you got? I said, 365 favorites. <laughs> I never wanted to single Cameron, out. You better, you better than me, Kim. I had some favorites. Now, <laughs> now, I knew I knew someone was a little higher rank. However, I had some favorites. Hey, Janessa. Hey, come here, girl. Hey, Michael. Like, I had some favorites. Yeah, no, I, was, <laughs> I never, I never, and I told him, I don't have favorites. All of y'all are my favorites because (laughs) I didn't want to single out one. Now, in my mind, you know, in my heart, there were certain ones that I cared for a little bit more deeply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't play the favorite rule. Like, my parents always don't have favorites, right? They don't have favorite children. But us children knew who their favorite child was. We were just talking about that this weekend with my mom. We know you can say you love all of us, and she does. You can say you don't have no favorite. Well, we know who your favorite child is. So even it's though one I, you look, you look at extra special with. It's why you look. Just, <laughs> you do a little watch, bit more for right. They probably watch it. They know who the favorite child is. Right. But, but it is, and sometimes that can sever a relationship because sometimes kids are fighting for attention, right? Yeah, and you yeah. give me something. I used to be. I couldn't figure out for the life. Like, why are you? Why does it matter what I'm doing for them? I saw you gave him that. Yeah. Why does it? But it's they needed that attention. And so I had to start being mindful of things that I was doing to not set kids apart in the sense of I value them more than you. And I think that's that's kids. Um, You know, I tried to, like, figure that thing out for a while. I mean, I got three of my own. My kids do the same thing. And, you know, just all the years of what, over 15 years of working with youth in various roles, man, all kids do the same thing. They do. you did this for him and you didn't do it for me. You did this for her and you didn't do it. Now, why they get that? And I mean, I think that's kids and they, it's kind of like, you know, it's like having a best friend and somebody that you, you know, that man, that's just us. And then you got, and then your best friend create new friends. And you're like, man, why you hang with them? Like, right, right. it's, it's kind of like this. It's not a jealousy thing. I mean, I guess for those who aren't as secure in themselves, they think right. that maybe this adult might be taken away from me. <clears throat> I mean, I've seen, um students who really clung to a teacher and they f- felt like you know no this is like my mama oh, and, and, wow. and we all know you know what that's like right so we you know this is like my mama like don't play with my mama and they go over and beyond but when they teacher shows interest in another person you know it can kid can feel some type of way and again it goes back to what i'm saying y'all kids bring their relational histories to to school Thank so you. You don't know what has happened in a kid's life. Like, I literally, you don't know what has happened. So sometimes when they find that uh, that one adult, that safe, caring adult that re- that's really there for them, sometimes they do, they, they tend to hold on. So um, those things that we need to be mindful of because kids do, they, get, they can't get like that. And it's up to us to recognize that and, and kind of facilitate that. You know, hey, no, I get it. Hey, no. It don't take nothing away from us. Like we still got relationship, right. but I'm still helping other people. Matter of fact, um, because I've helped you out and mentored you, now I want you to come help me mentor and work with other kids. So I kind of flip it and use it to say, hey, no, we're on this journey together. Let's go get right. some more students, right? Let's go help some more people. Right. Weren't you help? 
Didn't I help you? Absolutely. Well, let's do that for other people who's been in your situation. Right. So I, I give them a bigger picture, uh, something, to, something to focus on, big on purpose. I'm big on all that. So I give them something to focus a mission. Hey, no, I, it's not just you. Let's go get somebody else. Right. So now they're at like, hey, no, my, hey, I've been talking to my friend. He or her, they need some help too. So right. so important, so important. Let's, let's uh, Ty, go into this last segment of um, healthy relationships. And I appreciate y'all for joining in and sticking with us. We're talking about how to create relationships and have healthy boundaries. Um, real quick, Cami, tell me about a healthy boundary that you established. No, 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 tell me what that looks like. And then tell me what the unhealthy boundary looks like for teachers and students, because, you know, that's like a blurred line. And, and some teachers make good points about it. And then there are some teachers who, you know, they just don't have boundaries and then right. they keep getting hurt and then they wonder what's going on. So, so right. talk to me about that. So I think for one, a healthy relationship, any relationship has boundaries, right? And so in order, you have to establish those boundaries based upon individuals, right? So the way I might have boundaries in this area of my life is a little bit different than where I have boundaries in this area of my life. However, every area has boundaries. But when it comes to even relationships with students, like I said, certain things I, I had to make sure that I developed that understanding that we are not friends. And it's not just when I said, but we're not friends. And so you don't follow me on social media. I don't follow you. Um, we don't talk, you know, on the phone like that. We ain't doing all of that. Um, we making sure that we're developing appropriate and respectful communication. I call you by your name. You still call me by such and such uh, coach Cummins or Miss Cummins. You don't call me, you know, Cammy. You don't say my first name. Hold on. So have you ever had a student? Oh, yeah. Like Okay. Yeah. And I said, listen, so listen here. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I said, don't call my first name. They didn't do that. I said, listen, I'm telling you very nicely. Do okay. not call me by my first name. I said, you will see the relationship go left real quick. Do not call me by my first name. I said, it's a respect thing. I said, yeah. the same way I address your parents, you never hear me call your parents by their first name because it's a respect thing. You never hear me call my boss, the principal, by their first name. It's a respect thing. So it's the same exact thing I expect from you, right? Oh, that changed after that. Any any nicknames? Like any any kid that, you know. No, they call me like mom or mom. Yeah, like they call me that, you know, and that's fine. You know, because some of them sitting there, I still have some to this day that have left or graduated yeah. and they still call me mom. You know, they'll right. text and say, hey, mom, how you doing? This and other. Those are fine. I don't talk after certain hours. I'm not doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing for us to talk about. Right. You know, after these things, I'm there. Like, if it's a crisis or emergency, I'm going to be there. I'm not going to ignore you, you know, right. but I have to have those boundaries. And I can say, thankfully, nobody has crossed those because they knew where I stood. We yeah. always going to have a good relationship. I'm always coach. I'm always mom to some of them. I'm always Miss Cummins. I'm always going to be there. And right. I've had some texts and say, I, I, I need your help. This and others going on, this crisis. But I've had nobody ever to cross me. And that's been mm -hmm. one of my things. Don't text me late at night. Right. And another thing too, when it comes even to male relationships. So now we have, of course, like phones and so forth. I, I don't do that. I don't do no. We, we ain't so gonna have no conversation. Did you create like a Google number? Like does, does a student have like a work personal number, Google number? Like oh yeah, Google they have number? a work phone number. Okay. They have work. You don't have my, my personal, okay. my personal no, number. I mean, no, I'm just, you know, cause I've known some, um, like I've had a, a, a teacher, who end up uh, adopting a student, right? And I mean, it, it worked out. I mean, I've seen the other way that it, where it didn't work out, but yeah. I'm just saying that because some people create a Google number, especially with the whole pandemic oh, thing yeah. that happened. Oh yeah. To, okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Like I said, those things are fine. Those measures, things are changing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right, but you right. still have to develop boundaries with those things. Right. So I don't right. text you back after a certain period of time. I'm not calling you back after a certain period of time unless it's an emergency and you've identified this emergency, then I'm following up with whomever your guardian is to help us to resolve this situation. But it, it, I've seen it when it has gone left where teachers yeah. have developed relationships with students and it has come back to us. Yeah. And now you have had inappropriate take place. You have all these other things have taken place. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. so it started off, I was just being a friend. Nobody. You know, I don't think nobody goes. You like don't that. think it's gonna happen. Yeah, right, you don't right. think it, but it can happen. You get right. what I'm saying? And it goes back to even last week when we talked about the hooks. My male students, you get that elbow, you get that foot bump. 
You know what right. I'm saying? Because there are certain things I know I'm, you know what I mean? I know my body type, right? And so I don't want you feeling no type of fist bump. You get what I'm saying? But those are the <laughs> And I, I don't have time for them. And they knew that. Don't, don't hug me. We good right here. Hey, you know the boys going to try to get it in. Yeah, you know, because there's no reason for you to lay your head on my shoulder. <laughs> there's no reason. You know, but because of I don't have time for, you know, those things, even though it may not have crossed. I don't like the Bible says, don't let your evil, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so those boundaries are very important. And so I Cam, always. It's not, hey, Cam, it sound like you, you strict with the boundaries. Like, hey, hey, don't play. Stiff up. No, no. Back up. No. You don't play I mean, with I'm that. Say it's a cool hub, but I never wanted to cross because for one, yeah. I work in high school. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I work in high yeah, school. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, they already, you know, out there and develop. So it's those things. I don't mind, like I said, if it's a side hug or if it's just an other, but I knew certain ones, like, no, no, no. Absolutely. And so I, high school, high school a little different. Yeah. They're different. Middle school, I, ha- I had a friend, he was like, I'm not working in high school, man. Just, I, I'm not. But middle school, elementary, a little different. High school, yeah, you you had to, you have to have yeah, some straight, you know, because, you know, because there are some teachers who, you know, just really, no, it's just relationship, they just care, but they don't really, they're not always mindful of what could happen because they're just thinking about Man, this is what look at look at it. Nothing's bad gonna happen. It's all good. Like, no, you still have to in this role. We don't know what can happen. We don't know at one point this this kid is uh cool, but then may come back and say something different, right? They can lie. So I think that it's made some teachers kind of fearful where they just say, Nope, you're keeping it. I'm your teacher, that's it. I come and teach you and I'm gone. And so we just, you can establish those boundaries. There's nothing wrong with saying, no, you can't have my personal phone. I'm not following you on social media. That's good habits, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think you're just being mindful of, and aware of teachers, students. There's certain things that we're just not doing. And it, it, you do the same thing when you go into a relationship, right? You establish some boundaries, right? You're not going to call me out my name. You ain't going to just say what you, you know, like, you establish boundaries, so we should do the same thing with the students. I think that sometimes teachers may think that it's it's not um, is it, nothing nothing won't happen, nothing right. bad won't happen. But no, you have to, you have to, and I think that you have to, especially where you are. If you're in high school, you definitely better have some boundaries, right? right. If you were male, and you know, girls looking like they they fifteen, looking like they twenty five, you better have some boundaries. Don't Nelly, have them Nelly, flirting and like it and none of that stuff because. Feelings get caught quick. Don't do, do it. Do. <clears throat> Hugging, you know, none of that stuff. So I've, you know, I've heard different stories. I'm like, what? But you, what? I don't know if it's a stroke to the ego. Because I had a, I had a young guy that I work with. Uh, this is man, some years ago, and you know, young little pretty boy. So all the girls is like, oh my god, you look so cute. And he, uh, you know, he eating it right. I'm thinking like, bro, your ego just went, just got stroke, right? And so don't fall for that. Still keep it professional. And what happened, he didn't listen. And then, you know, some things came out and, you know, he, I ain't do that, I ain't do that. But I'm like, man, I, I don't know because I done had a couple conversations with you, right? So you put yourself in that position to where now you're trying to defend yourself and the kid always going to win. Right. So don't even put yourself in that position yeah. to where somebody had to question you. Mm-hmm. You got to sit here and fight and try to defend yourself. It should never be that. So I always try to have another teacher female, male teacher around or that see me, I'm a group of people. I'm not just going, hey, come to my class period. Like, no, if he is, we got cameras. I'm looking at the ca- camera right here. You know, I'm like, I'm just, right. we can have a dope student-teacher relationship with boundaries. So just keep mm-hmm. that in mind. You can have boundaries. But I think that you need to know what are your boundaries, yep. right? And I think you need to go through that if you're a teacher to say, hey, what's okay and what's not okay? Yep. And then not only that, that's, again, we're talking about modeling for a student. Model for the student what are healthy boundaries because a lot of kids don't have boundaries, right? They get in student, they get in uh connected with other students, and then man, anything goes, right? I mean, I've seen some stuff. I'm like, no, 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 you better put up some boundaries. Don't let nobody talk to you like that. Don't let nobody come at you like that. Like you don't have to take this stuff. Like, where's your standard? So oh, yeah. if I'm gonna have standards, then I'm teaching you the same thing. You need to have some standards because. Mm-hmm. People can't just do what they want want to do to you, and you allow it. If you're allowing it, man, I mean, why are you mad? You you're permitting it. So, again, model. So the relationship, all this stuff for me personally, 
I'm trying to see kids grow. I want kids to become healthy adults. I want kids to make a difference. And I believe, I mean, this is me personally, and because I've worked in the hood, right? Uh, most of my kids I work with, minority students, um, you know, whether they're African-American, Hispanic, you know, even some white students who had a hard, hard life. I just feel like, man, I'm responsible for this generation, right? I had some, some adults, some teachers in my life that made a difference and I really want to pay it forward. And I know that there's some things they did for me that I want to do for other students. And then I just realized that it's just not all parents, man, kids aren't getting parent at home. And it's sad because we, we be preaching academics and scholarship and sports and all that stuff is cool, but the kid doesn't have any type of um, skill. They don't really know how to interact. They don't know how to set boundaries. They don't know how to be in relationships with other people. Literally, I'm I'm not just a teacher or a coach. I am a parent to some of these kids, right? Where where they they're looking for somebody to parent them. They got parents letting them do whatever at the house. I mean, so you so that's me personally, just from what yeah, I've seen. Kids need somebody to invest into them, and that takes time and it takes work. And you got to roll up your sleeves and get your hand dirty because. You know, the seeds that I'm sowing, that I have been sowing in the students, man, I'm seeing it grow. And then some students that I've that I invested in, they still went left, right? Was I hurt? Yeah, but I don't stop sowing seeds, right? I'm, I'm constantly trying to invest because kids need to learn. They need to model, right? They don't, the kids don't know. Like social media is everything for them now. So I'm, I know you can go Google, anything you want to Google, but you will never have a live person like Coach Swain in your life, that's going to help you navigate. Come on, that's going to help you steer through this stuff and think through and figure it out, right? You, Google can't do that for you. No, no, <laughs> okay. no. So, so you can go Google, let's come talk. You talk about sex. Now that, now I'm talking sex to the males. I ain't talking about sex, you know, uh, with, with, the, with the females, but I'm, edu- I'm educating our young dudes about dating, about sex, about taking care of yourself. I mean, all these little things that you should be getting at the house, yep. it's not happening. So yep. I'm like that parent who trying to school you and, and help you so that when you when you go out in life, man, you 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 know how to stand on your own two feet. I even had to teach some kids how to wash clothes. I mean, it is what it is. And I ain't down on no parents. Some parents got a hard, they got to work two jobs, right? You got a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to be that third parent in your life, man, that's just trying to reinforce some of the things yeah. that I know you want for your child. So that's just my expectations. Tell me what you think. And we're going to close. I think that's the difference right there between a job and a purpose, right? So my purpose is now developing who you are and who you should be in life. Right. My job is making it through every day, day by day, just waking up, you know, I know what I can. <laughs> what if I could make it through this day? And, you know, but my purpose is saying, hey, how can I impact this life? Right. And that's where relationships, I promise you, there's not one kid that doesn't value and that's not going to appreciate a trusted adult that, that develops a relationship for one with boundaries. Right. With two, one that develops one with leadership and trust and respect. There's not one kid out there, regardless of status, regardless of who they are, there's not one kid that's going to deny that, right? And they'll always be able to speak of the character that you gave and that you upheld for them. Right. And so those are things that stand out. And, I, you know, I, I'm appreciative of the relationships I built, you know, and even seeing this when we've gone through this pandemic last year. And right. my first set of sixth graders that I taught graduated from high school. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And being able to have them yeah. like, oh my gosh, Coach Cummins, look, Coach Cummins, are you going to be able to come by my drive through Coach Cummins, are you going to be able to do this? I ain't taught you in four years. You know right. what I'm saying? But being able to build that long-lasting relationship where now I'm able to celebrate you. I'm able yeah. to now show you and help you throughout college, help you get into college when maybe your college advisor wasn't helping you. I've right. had those testaments. You know what I'm saying? Right. So those are the relationships that students need yeah. more than anything. And they need that adult, like you said, that's going to advocate for them. As right. I said last week, like Rita Pearson says, every student needs a champion. Yeah. Somebody that's going to champion after them, whether it's yeah. good, whether it's bad, whether it's ugly. I think both of us can attest that we ain't always had the prettiest of days. We ain't always had the prettiest of outcomes. I mean, you've probably got my nerves too, uh, several times. Right. And I'm quick to say that. You get on my nerves, I promise you, you get on mine just as much. I promise you, that's a guarantee. However, we in this together and we got to work through this. And that's what separates the good from the great. 
Good teachers show up. Great teachers show out. Come on. Good teachers show up. Great teachers show out. Listen, y'all. Listen, we we dropped some dimes tonight. Try to be as real as possible. I told y'all on the last podcast uh, that I was going to share about one time I cussed a kid out. And I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to talk about that just a little bit because we're going to close. All right. We we appreciate y'all being on with us. I'm going to swing. Quote. Yeah. No, listen. Because I, you know, you sometimes you can come to school on the wrong day, feeling the wrong way, and then one kid do one thing, or maybe that kid you just didn't like, right? And they say or do one thing, and you just woo ah. So one day I was in class, or I came to school, and you know had some stuff going on, and which we, we're humans as teachers. That's why I want to under, help you understand, like we're humans, and that's why I talked about earlier about man, we're gonna make mistakes. So I apologize. So this one kid, <clears throat> and we were doing testing and the student has said, um, and I can say this cause uh, I ain't gonna get fired, <laughs> but a student was testing. So they, they got done testing and, and the teacher said, hey, you get your phones back, right? Once everything is clear. So they ended up passing back the phones and they were like, hey, which I wouldn't even give up the phone. I would have waited to everybody to the bell ring and give them back to them. But anyway, so the students got their phone back and I'm like, hey, y'all hold on until um, the bell ring get on your phone, whatever. Just not, not now, because I think it was one person taking a test. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this one dude, right? No, uh, play sports, right? Invest into this kid. Wanted to be hardcore because he was in front of his boys. I get it. He was like, you know, they're going to tell me not to be on my phone. I'm going to get on my phone. I'm like, okay, all right. Hey, man, I said, put your phone up. Thank you. Right, because y'all know if I take it, it's ten dollars in, in the front office. So uh, he 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 was like, "Man, you tripping? I, I'll be his." I ain't gonna even say it, right? B A N. Y'all know the band word, bitch ass nigga, right? He said, "I'm gonna beat your." I'll be. I'm like, "Hold on, who you talking to?" Right? So now my ears perked up because I'm like, "Man, first of all, I ain't coming at you sideways. Now you just gonna come at me like that." So then the people who knew me, they was like. You, you gonna talk to coach like that? So he was like, man, and he looked at me, he was like, man, he ain't gonna do nothing to me. So I said, what? So I walked over, snatched his phone. Mine now, $10. You can get it back after school or till your mama come up and get it. You ain't getting it back. Man, what you gonna do to me? So he tried to get me in the hallway. Long story short, man, I went off on this kid. I almost put my hands on this kid. Um, but we had some teachers in there that kind of broke it up. But man, I was hot. Like hot because I always t- I always told our kids our boys, don't try to come approach a grown man and thinking that you' about to fight or or thinking that you know you you know what you're doing. No 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 no. If you come at a grown man talking about you gonna whoop his a, mm-hmm. wrong move, right? Because at the end of the day, I promise you, you're not about to embarrass me on cameras or in front of your peers. You gonna get embarrassed. So I used to teach them that because our kids had this mentality in the street. Man, I can whoop any any person, right? Especially a grown man. That's bragging rights. So I used to tell him, like, man, don't come at no grown man like that. So when he came at me, I, I told him. He got close. I said, hey, now you know, if you put your hands on me, I'm going to let you smooth out, period. I'm going to let you smooth out, and I'm going to clock out and go home. He was talking, talking, talking. I'm like, I knew he wasn't serious because I whispered to him. I was like, hey, you know, if you touch me, it's going down. So anyway how I repaired this relationship. He was hurt, pride was hurt. I felt embarrassed because I acted out of character. I think three months went by before we actually had to engage each other and work this whole situation out. And you know what he said? He said, man, my bad coach, I was tripping. I should have never came at you like that. I was like, no, 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 my bad. I should have never took your phone. Mm-hmm. It was another way I could have handled that. But I got in my feelings, my emotions ran high. You said something to me and you kept being disrespectful. So now I'm feeling some type of way. So I snatch your phone just to put you in check. And, and then, you know, you had this whole little altercation. Could have been avoided. Um, but I say all that to say, man, I may, I messed up, right? I actually could have lost my teaching license off of that if they would have went back and looked at the camera. Well, Mr. Sweeney, you took the phone. And I had a principal that knew the kid. And, you know, we, it smoothed all out, right? We never had any issues. But I'm saying, like, stuff like that happens all the time. And sometimes y'all may get a headline and, Y'all may read something where this student or this teacher done whipped up on a kid. Man, I'm telling you, that's been a long time coming. It ain't just happened. <laughs> right? And there's some kids who are approaching adults like, like they're grown. I'm like, you're not grown. 
But if you're going to act like you grown, you're going to get a grown person's whooping, right? And and so you need to be you need to think through that. Don't think you're about to come up against, against an adult and somebody somebody don't have nothing to lose. Some people are willing to lose a job and a teacher certificate to show you, man, you ain't gonna do me like this. So, and then there's another side. Some people say, man, I may just let him hit me and lay out and get this check. I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. But I say, I just say, listen, I blew it. And that wasn't the only time I blew it, but I learned how to get back up, apologize and work through it. So let me end with this quote. Um, it says, and this is from Dr. Seuss, the Lorax. So if y'all ain't checked it out, go check it out. But uh, it's for, it says, unless someone like you cares an awful whole lot, Nothing is going to get better. No, it's not. You have to care unless, unless you establish a relationship, unless you go the extra mile, mm -hmm. unless you create a positive relationship with a student or build a uh, healthy boundaries with them, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to get better in a person's life. They're looking for somebody to care to come make a difference in their life. And I believe that y'all can. So thank y'all for tuning in with us. Can we going to close out? Thank you so much. Make sure you tune in with us next time in two weeks, in two weeks, in Monday. Join us at The Real Podcast 2.0. If you have not followed us on Facebook, please follow us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you got any questions, if you want us to consider a topic to talk on, please feel free to send us an email at therealpodcast2.0 at gmail.com. Realpodcast2.0 at gmail.com. Come show up, show out with us. Because remember, good teachers show up, great teachers show out. At the end of the day, make sure we are giving the challenge for all of our educators to be relevant, resilient, and most of all, to be real. Until yeah, next time, yeah. thank you so much.